0: Welcome to the Sunday, December 10th edition of the PFF forecast. Uh, We are live uh, Sunday night after what should have been, what we thought was going to be an exciting Sunday night game, a division battle between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Turns out, Eagles not very good. Um, We'll discuss that. Uh, We're also going to talk about who the best team is in the AFC after watching the Chiefs crumble again, as uh, has been predicted on this here podcast last Sunday. Uh, also who is going to win the MVP and of course week 15 we'll get into it we will start guessing the lines it will be a great show let's
1: rock
0: last uh last Sunday I took the Eagles I was excited about them I was excited about them all week I doubled down on it again today plus three and a half um it turns out that the only thing they could have covered with three and a half was the number of turnovers they had in the game so didn't quite quite work out um they just finished a gauntlet of a stretch bookended by games against the Cowboys Um, finish up with with losses against the Niners and the Cowboys in decisive fashion what's interesting is they are still in the driver's seat to win the division Um, but this does basically give the Niners pending that the Niners win out they obviously have that game against Baltimore this does give the Niners the uh the one seed so that means that that the Eagles would have to go or the Cowboys would have to go um, to San Francisco Uh, how big let's actually I'm just curious real quick
1: how big of a favorite should San Francisco be to win the Super Bowl right now? Pretty sizable. I mean, the AFC, which we'll get into, like is just not there. The, the, the top trio in the NFC is is a better trio, so maybe you could also argue, you know, tougher path potentially in that NFC Championship game in particular. But yeah, the Niners should be the heavy favorite for the, right now.
0: Right now, San Francisco plus two sixty. Baltimore 6-1, to one, Miami 7-1, to one, Philly, and Kansas City are both tied with Dallas at plus 750. Arjun, are any of those mispriced in your opinion?
2: No, they're not. I mean, San Francisco is just a juggernaut with Debo healthy and, and Kittle healthy. Uh, Purdy's playing well, just distributing the ball. I mean, both IU and Debo had over like 120 yards. It just It's just tough to see anyone stopping this team with basically all of their stars healthy. I guess the only main injury they've suffered this season is uh, Hufunga, who tore his ACL. But outside of that, this is like one of the most healthy teams in the NFL. And it's just tough to see anyone really beating them, especially if it runs through San Francisco.
0: I concur. I I do think the Ravens game is going to be very interesting. Ravens weren't overly impressive today, um, but I still believe that's that's the defense uh, best suited to kind of confuse the Niners a little bit. I didn't think it was going to be the Seahawks to be extremely clear. So Drew Locke and the Seahawks, like, you know, didn't cover the game, Eh, you know, came close. Um, Let's talk AFC. So the the Bills go into Kansas City. Um, I don't know if we want to give them full credit for a win there, Uh, but I will say um, I thought it was great, especially given um, all that they went through this week. And I don't know about you guys, but Like obviously what McDermott said, however many years ago in what must've been the most hilarious and awkward and awful pregame speech of all time, terrible. But I read, I made it through one of the three piece hit pieces that was published. (laughs) I am not sure what Sean McDermott did to that man's family, but like, there's gotta be something there because that was honestly impressive. So it may, I, I was happy to see the bills end up coming out with the W there um, and it was kind of cool to see like after the game the bills um, were clearly backing their coach and were, we're excited to kind of you know win that game given given the week that transpired. I will go last here we'll go to you first Brad. The best team in the AFC
1: is who? I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. I agree they weren't particularly impressive today. We kind of thought they'd have a sizable advantage uh, against this Rams team. I think we do all respect the Rams, though. So it's not like it was an ugly, or it was an ugly win. It's not like it was a bad win. Like, it's it's a good football team you're playing. Stafford was lights out for a lot of this game. Uh, you know, Buka and Cooper Cup made a bunch of plays. But... They're top seven in offensive, defensive EPA and offensive, defensive success rate. Only team in the NFL that's, I know it's kind of an arbitrary cutoff, but you know, top seven in in all four of those um, categories and just the talent they have. They're also outside of Mark Andrews, a pretty healthy football team too, you know, particularly on that defense. And so that can swing, but they just, they have bodies, they have, they have a good rotation right now. And It's just, it's just the balance on both sides for me. Like I I want to say Miami, but the Jalen Phillips loss to me is just huge. Um, And so I'm just not there yet.
2: Yeah. We need to see Miami like beat an actual team or like an actual contender first before I think we anoint them, even if they are talented. Yeah. I would go with the Ravens also as the best team, um, right now in the afc probably the only team with a top five qb and a top five defense and usually that's a pretty winning co- uh, winning combo when it comes to uh winning in the playoffs and making it far in the playoffs um you know lamar he played well today i think the touchdown he went, he threw to end the game was really nice and then the two-point conversion was also really nice i think he's playing really well right now and i mean isaiah likely he's been stepping up they've been able to sustain the loss of mark andrews which i thought was a, a problem for them uh in the weeks leading up to the bye but it seems like they have figured out like how to integrate isaiah likely which i think is a big uh, step forward for their offense so yeah i would go with the with the ravens right now and um i don't know if there's anyone i'd put close to them
0: i'm not surprised that you guys both went with the ravens but are you excited about the fact that they beat a team from los angeles on a punt return in terrible weather like was that was that galvanizing for, for you guys and your belief in them?
1: You know, the bigger thing for me was, like, Odell starts – kind of looks like Odell right now um, over a number of weeks uh, in a nice revenge game for him. Like, it's more just the pieces and the players that I had questions about that are starting to kind of play better football uh, and, and make good plays. But, no, like I said, yeah, it wasn't an impressive, overly impressive win. Um, but it's – I don't know. It's also not a bad win. It's the, You know, the Rams are probably a playoff team at this point, and the NFL stinks. So, you know, just get a W and, and keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. All right. Uh, look, I I I think that it's right that they are the favorite, the betting favorite, in to, to to win coming out of the AFC. But they're not the best team in the AFC. The the best team in the AFC with the best quarterback in the AFC are the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the AFC. I love what Lamar Jackson is doing. Um, quarterback is just so important. Um, they. Uh, Josh Allen is playing really, really well. I think he played really well today. Um, everyone's going to uh, on get up tomorrow. They're going to talk about his turnover. I'm sure they're going to spend 25 minutes on that. We're going to get some really good takes from Rex Ryan and Bart Scott uh, about that turnover and what that means for their future. But he's the best quarterback. Uh, he's playing the best um, with a team around him that is actually capable of winning a game you can't say the same about Mahomes and the Chiefs because Mahomes is playing really really well and the team around him is comprised of um legitimate like junior college receivers a tight end whose best skill set right now is throwing laterals uh an offensive line that couldn't block me um and a defense that you know it's it's a defense so um i think it's the bills now the bills have an outside shot here only because or, or are on the outside looking in because of their current record, but I think if you re-rack it all starting today, um, the, the Bills are the team that that comes out of it. Um, but I do think they make the make make the playoffs at this point. Um, why not the Bills for you guys?
1: So Allen was spectacular today. The throw to Latavius Murray on the sideline was absolutely preposterous. I uh, need a couple other rifles, but his pressure to sack stuff today was, I think, pr- pretty troubling. He took a bunch of just terrible sacks, or or should have taken a bunch more. Um, you know, overcame it. I didn't. I didn't mind the interception uh, too much, but no, he. I agree. Like he probably is elevating his team right now more than any other quarterback, not only in the AFC but in the entire NFL. You know, maybe Dak, I suppose, over his last stretch. But I don't disagree with that at all. I just the protection is also average, middling. I mean, Gabe Davis having an offer today is just like always bound to pop up here and there. You know, I, I just. They're not Chiefs level bad, but it's uh, you know it's not Alan. Alan, the least of my concerns, Buffalo. So no, I, I like to take. You've been on it. I think you're on the right track to where, at this point, like just getting in the dance. I think it's going to be pretty wide open come playoff time. Like I don't think it really matters that much. Obviously, the buy is always nice, and so like buying low right now on a team that could sneak in is probably the way to way to view it. I just I don't know. Their defense was good today, but it's not a very good unit. Mm. Um and yeah, I just I just worry what Allen has around. I mean, dude, he targeted Latavius Murray and Ty Johnson like 10 times today. That's like true. that's that Ty happened. Johnson like, Ty
0: Johnson made some plays.
1: I, I Did mean he? that was the,
0: <laughs> that was actually, I think, an impressive part of this um this game for the Bills was that um digs got locked down. Like that was an incredibly impressive game. Um from uh remind me of his name um well legeria sneed was a couple Ligeria of them. i yeah. kept wanting to say linus sneed uh i knew that was wrong Legarius sneed um and they were still able to score enough points to win that game uh james cook i thought getting him out there as a wide receiver was really important they have you know kincaid um and uh i thought that, you know ty johnson made some plays there um but I, I do think it's interesting that uh none of us mentioned the Miami Dolphins obviously we'll see them play tomorrow. By the way there's a, a there's a rumor out there that I am like 5'8. Um I'm not in fact 5'8. I'm uh, many inches taller than 5'8. I just want to be extremely extremely clear. Um okay. Uh let's get into some MVP conversation. So here are the odds currently at FanDuel Sportsbook. Dak Prescott plus 150 is the MVP favorite. Brock Purdy is two to one, Tua eight to one, tied with Lamar and Jalen Hurts. Tyreek Hill is 10 to one. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes are both 16 to one. And Christian McCaffrey is 50 to one. Who wins the MVP? and, And is there anyone that you would bet on at this juncture? Brad, we'll start with you.
1: I'm surprised. I I was talking earlier today that Dak could be the favorite after winning this game tonight. Obviously, he is now, but Purdy obviously put up a a great stat line as well. The pick to Julian Love wasn't the worst interception in the world. Nice play, I thought, by Love, Um, unlike the other safeties in Seattle who can't cover or tackle, apparently. Uh, There were some chucklers in that one. But anyway, it it should be Dak right now, but I'll be honest, like I, it should be Tyreek Hill. Like it is this obviously is the most valuable quarterback award, and I get that. And so he'll win offensive player of the year, but like I think it's I think it's legitimately Tyreek Hill.
2: I a hundred percent agree with Brad. I'm on the Tyreek train. Um and also like I, I think there's a there's a there's a chance that I think you know the Cowboys have a pretty tough ending to their to their season mm-hmm. uh you know dolphins is, is also pretty difficult 49ers pretty i would say pretty easy uh cardinals ravens commanders and rams so they'll be favored in all of those games and the ravens are the only tough one so like you know purdy could end up as the number one guy in terms of like total epa and things like that but if if tyreek breaks the single season receiving record he should be mvp and you know I, like i said with the dolphin schedule like it is a you know, after this week, which is a really easy game against the tight ends, like it, it it will be like a tougher stretch to end the season. So I do think there could be some like you know recency bias when it comes to Tua, like having to play the Jets, like you know that's a that's a tough matchup. And then Cowboys, Ravens, Bills to end the season, like they're probably not going three and zero. Like if they go three and zero, then yeah, like Tua will probably be in the conversation. But I I do think there's a chance, a very good chance that Tyreek is gonna break this receiving record, and if that does happen, uh, I do think he should be the MVP season
0: but he was pretty clearly the best um, value on the board right so you mentioned the the Cowboys tough schedule so that's going to make it kind of hard they're also not going to win their division in all likelihood and you know not be the number one seed obviously so so that's tricky Um, the Dolphins are much more likely uh, you know are going to win their division they're not going to probably get the one seed but they have a chance Um, Brock is interesting because he's got one like big game left on TV, right? It's going to be that Ravens game. If he goes out there and dominates in that game and they are just so dominant overall for the, for the season, his stat line will look very good. I think, um, it's going to be hard not to give it to him. I think Dak should win it. I'm actually kind of surprised he's the favorite right now. I just think looking at that schedule, it's going to be very, very tough. Um, honestly, taking a flyer on like CMC, if he has some crazy game, like crazy couple of games, I I don't know. I think it's going to be hard. I think there are two things that are challenging for voters. One is going to be voting for a, you know, Mr. Irrelevant who plays with such a talented supporting cast and voting for a guy like Tyreek Hill. (laughs) Like, I think those two things are going to be tough. And remember, these are human beings that are voting for this. Christian McCaffrey has A pluses across the board in everyone's mind from a public relations standpoint. Um, So I I don't know. I I think that would be one that I would throw a few, uh, maybe like a half unit on, um, if I were betting this this market right
1: now. I'll say this: if if Purdy lights up Mike McDonald's defense after, obviously, again, Stafford was good today, but like he's shut down a bunch of very good quarterbacks throughout the season. If pretty lights them up. Like, does he deserve it? No, but like, I would be like, you know what? All right. Like, he's, like Arjun said, he's going to lead the NFL in total EPA. He's going to lead in a bunch of various metrics. Do I think he's elevating his offense more than other quarterbacks? No, but it's also, we've gone a little bit too far and like thinking you can just drop anyone in and they're just going to, you know, average 10 yards mm-hmm. per attempt and go for 303 like every week. Like, that's also yeah. not the case.
0: I, I have a hard time understanding how what's the path what's the path for jalen hurts to win this award um I, I don't see one um and what's the path for lamar to win this award like um uh someone in the in the chat was saying um if the uh ravens and La- and 49ers are one seed that lamar has the best chance of anyone in the league to get it i i struggle with that i just i don't i don't think his stat line has been that impressive um and I don't think he's had enough highlight moments. We just haven't been talking about him. You know, He's not. he hasn't been in people's minds. So he's really got one game against the Niners. If he goes out against the Niners and puts up a, a historic performance, then maybe. But I, I think both Ian he Hurts are pretty overvalued uh, at 8-1. I
1: agree. It's, it's more tied to their team's record than they actually having, you know. Yeah. And... and Hurts it doesn't have a good defense he's working with obviously I think Lamar people will say yeah I mean he's working with maybe the best defense in the league or one of them you know and, and that helps so yeah
0: all right uh, let's get to it we have a full slate this week um so we'll need all the time that we can get uh, a strong week let me I'll pull this up uh, for everyone here to see as we always do uh, we guess the lines and then we place bets on the games that we like the most um early on a sunday night or late on a sunday night early on a sunday morning or monday morning um, and we track these um i was dominant last year i have to bring that up because i am not dominating this year this is what we looked like in week 14. screw the eagles and their uh their multiple turnovers um arjun had a very very strong week uh, george we can't oh there we go okay. i got it i got it <laughs> thank you grab the assist um yes so here you can see uh the eagles are the only blemish on my scorecard um the indianapolis colts who have been a ride or die for argent both he and brad down but uh here is where we sit uh through week 14. it is getting it is getting down to the wire i may have some kind of an outside chance uh right now the most profitable person to back on sunday night slash monday morning is arjun closely followed by brad and i'm being kind last last year i led the led the way so this year i want to make sure someone else has an opportunity okay we are on to week 15 we have multiple saturday games three saturday games of course a thursday nighter uh, and then a sunday nighter and a monday nighter so thursday night i believe this is going to be Easton stick is that correct most
2: likely. I mean Herbert fractured his index finger on his throwing hand. So I would they're the Charger Five a day. If they play Herbert, like that is like kind of like malpractice in my opinion. So uh they've already had some run-ins with some quarterback issues in the past. I think they just sit him and uh let the season ride out.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, don't that let would... Tyrod's doctor anywhere near Herbert's hand. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad, would you make Raiders? chargers in vegas Easton stick aiden o'connell yeah i had raiders minus three coming off a shutout against minnesota just a dominant performance <laughs> i also had uh raiders
0: minus three uh yeah i i give him the hook i have raiders by three and a half look aoc didn't do well against the blitz i think it's going to be a new it's going to be a new world facing that wonderful chargers defense And perhaps they can do a little bit better than that um so i have three and a half here uh is there a line there is it's uh looks like it's three in most spots um look i don't know much about easton stick um but i'm not going to bet on aiden o'connell not going to be able to do it any of you guys have
1: a take on this game i want to hear arjun's thoughts first and foremost
2: yeah, well, you've never heard Easton Stick because Justin Herbert and Philip Rivers are like two of the most Iron Men quarterbacks in the league, so they never really miss time. Uh, he's kind of like a mobile dual threat type guy. Like, you know, he can, he can run a little bit, but obviously the offense is catered towards Herbert. He, you know, Stick had a really nice deep throw to Quentin Johnson, but that was about it. A horrible po- pocket awareness, uh, late on throws. He's, I mean, he's not a good quarterback. Um I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to bet this, even though I think the Raiders win. I think it's probably going to land on three, so it'll probably just push. And I'm I'm not trying to deal with that.
1: It was sandwiched between Carson Wentz and uh, Trey Lance at North Dakota State. He was the yeah. quarterback between those two.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he, I think his biggest accolade you hear about. He's great on scout team. He can he can show he can give you a look. He can give you <laughs> a look, George. Um, and that's about it. That's that's about all you hear about Easton Stick. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm staying away. I, I have no idea.
0: Easton Stick is the name of a uh, a character in the next rendition of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> That's what Easton Stick is. This is I'm actually surprised I haven't met more kids between the ages of like eight and twelve than Easton. Maybe I just don't meet enough kids between the age of eight and twelve. But like, seems like a pretty popular name. Actually, Stick I think could be a popular name as well uh, going forward. Um okay, that's uh enough time spent on that game. Let's go to the Saturday slate. What a slate it is. Minnesota, Cincinnati. Is this gonna be Nick Mullins? Do we
1: have any word on that? Assume so. I would I mean Josh Dobbs was 10 of 23 for 63 yards today. They kind of already obviously were, were leaning towards maybe not even starting him in this game to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mullins came in, made a couple of nice throws. He also probably has, I don't know, two turnover-worthy plays at least out of his ten attempts. But he did make some nice throws to his credit. Um, I would assume so. Yeah, Mullins was supposed to be the backup at the beginning. He just ha- he just had that injury or whatever it was that kept him out for quite a while. They, they so, should just
0: fly Josh Dobbs
1: in from Arizona every every uh, day before the game. He I knows to. too much. He he knows too much. Yeah, they, they should change the verbiage in the playbook and then start Dobbs again and see what mm-hmm. happens. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of elite backup quarterbacks, uh, Jake Browning, the flying Jake, Browning. I went over the number, I went minus three and a half because I am a believer in these Bengals.
2: I also went over three and a half. Oh, I went, I went three and a half. Sorry,
0: yeah, uh, I went, uh, I went three and a half as well. Um, are you guys saying you think it's going to be three? Uh, I I see bold, yeah. oh,
1: wow,
0: Vandal three and a half, I see circuit four bookmaker at four, we'll call it four, actually. Uh, yeah, DraftKings
1: is four as well.
0: Um, look, I, I, Nick Mullins, <laughs> a guy that averaged eight yards per attempt with Kyle Shanahan, I'm not sure that Kevin O'Connell can quite do the same. Um, but I, look, I get that Jake Browning beat the Colts today and I thought he looked very, very good, but, um, I'm not I'm not yet totally buying in to it.
1: Yeah, so this is the key for me. Uh just put the comment on here. Justin Jefferson left the game. And I I don't know. I guess they did win, so they are still alive. I, I just feel like I'm not entirely sure he plays. Got ruled out fairly quickly. Um, you know, short-ish turnaround to a Saturday. He's still not paid. He's catching passes from, you know, Nick Mullins in theory. Yeah, the first actually the first pass he threw was a tipped pass to TJ Hawkinson. It was probably a turnover worthy play explosive to TJ Hawkinson. So I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna maybe I'm overreacting, but uh I also just feel like Zach Taylor and you know Brian Callahan were like, oh, we can like scheme stuff up for our quarterback and like make it easier on it. Like we didn't know they could do it with Joe Burrow. So maybe next year it'd be great to know. Uh, but anyway, they, they've been cooking.
2: Yeah, let's 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 just leave this comment up for the rest of the uh the show if you don't mind. Mm-hmm um but yeah like the the big thing here obviously uh the reason i bet on the vikings last week was or this week was in o'connell i i thought was gonna struggle against the blitz and he did uh jake browning against the blitz up to this point has an 88.2 pff grade which is the second highest in the league so he's obviously very adept at handling the blitz uh which is something that i think could play into his favor here um Yeah, I mean, like Brad said, it's a lot of, like, easy stuff. Like, Chase Brown and Joe Mixon both had, like, 40-yard catches off screens. Uh, You know, I'm not all the way saying that the Bengals' defense is back, but, like, you know, they did look okay against a a solid Colts offense today. Um, And, yeah, just the uncertainty of quarterback. I think Justin Jefferson was also taken to the hospital. I'm not sure if you mentioned that, Brad,
1: but. He just got posted in the comments. I missed that, but, yeah, it looks like it it did not
2: look good so yeah i i think at four i kind of like it since he's rolling so we'll we'll bet them right here
0: i you know it's interesting i saw that same data point uh on browning versus the blitz and at first i was like oh you know cool opportunity to take them but there's a difference i think in facing a blitz with jacksonville and indy and what he will face with flores and uh minnesota like a pretty dramatic difference. In that they blitz all the freaking time, and it's they really do a great job of disguising and confusing at the line scrimmage. I think you'll handle it a hell of a lot better than Nate O'Connell. <laughs> so <laughs> let me let me uh, let me put it that way. Um, System QB Joe Burrow. There you go. Uh, Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. This one is in Indy. Uh, do we get Trubisky again? Is that the
1: yeah, yeah? Kenny got tightrope surgery, so I would guess at least this week and next week. At the, like best case scenario, is he misses two more? Brad, would you make this? I went. Couldn't do a full field goal. I went Colts minus two and a half. I also went two and a half.
0: Yep. I would be stunned if it is not two and a half. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, and it is two and a half. Uh, any thoughts here? I I think um, I don't think that Trubisky is the guy that I want to tease
1: a game with, uh, based on what I saw from him thus far. Let me put it that way. That's a good point. A larger point of like he's an extraordinarily high variance player. Yes. So like it it yeah like it, you're not getting a ton of value by just keep you know adding six points to your your spread there. Yeah, I agree with that. He was I mean he was just abysmal. Also like truly just as bad as it gets. I, it's also like Shane Steik and Mike Tomlin is just, it's a mismatch in terms of game management. You can ignore the other stuff, but like game management wise, it's a mismatch. Um I don't know. Arjun, are you, are you backing our boys or are we, we, we're afraid of them now? Look, I, I think, I think I'm going to with the Colts again.
2: I, I don't really feel good about doing it to be honest, especially since Pittsburgh has all that rest, but Watson, the concussion protocol he may or may not play uh Grover Stewart and is back now for Indy so I think you know Pittsburgh is going to be in a lot of third and longs which we saw they struggled a lot against the Pats elite run defense and I'm not saying the Colts have a great run defense but with Grover Stewart I think that helps a lot um and I don't think the I don't think the Steelers just have the receivers to take advantage of a kind of like weak Colts secondary like I think the Colts lost today just because like their you know secondary guys aren't great and like I know Chase didn't have a big day but like Higgins had a had a deep pass. But yeah, I don't believe in the Steelers' offense at all, even with the coordinator change. Trubisky sucks, and I think they're going to be in a lot of uh, obvious passing situations that um, I think will benefit the Colts here.
1: I think both Watt and Highsmith are in the concussion protocol. Yeah, or I think <laughs> Highsmith got hurt. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I forget.
2: I forget if it was concussion, but uh, but yeah, that's also good. I think hurt. it
1: was neck injury, which I think like usually could get you into the protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm 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 riding with you. We have to. It's our Colts. Incredible,
0: absolutely incredible. <laughs> this is the Tomlin, a Tomlin special. That's what this is. Uh, especially on a Saturday. Typical, typical Tomlin. Yeah. Um, Denver goes to Detroit. I Denver getting somehow wiggling their way into playoff contention. Um, has been truly impressive. Sean Payton has some sort of deal with the devil. Um, they might win a playoff game too. Like it's, it's absolutely incredible.
1: They, I want to look at the schedules. They could they, they could win the division too at this point. I mean, they're, what, they're one game back of yes. Kansas City. They are one game back
0: of the worst supporting cast to ever support a generational talent, a quarterback. And all of you people who keep telling me that Mahomes deserves all of this blame and that he's a system quarterback. You can get off my lawn. Please it's sad.
1: It, it, it's Please it's it's one of the sadder sectors of Twitter. Like that like the, <laughs> like, the, like, the, like jump on like Mahomes. Like, yeah, like he's not perfect. He added some bad throws today, but like like just just like take a walk outside. The guy's elite, relax. Literally
0: <laughs> like, go watch a football game. One time.
1: One time. Yeah, I know. It's um, absolutely incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. And then and they're always gonna say that we're doing this as the media. We're you know, just backing Mahomes. Mm-hmm. because that's just you know, um, the, the the group think that you know De- De- desmond Ritter at 360 today don't don't sleep on it Dude. uh anyway uh <laughs> lions i went lions minus five and a half probably too much i went lions minus four and a half
0: that is what i did as well i felt like that had to be the number uh it's four at FanDuel. um so we'll make it uh make it four um Look, I think we were all over the bears, um, in our conversations on, on Wednesday, we talked about them. Um, we took them in, in circa millions. I think there were a lot of reasons to believe that was a, a poor matchup for the lions. I guess the question here is like, is, is there something off with the lions Goff has not looked good in a while I think last four games, he's been sub like 70 PFF grade has not been great. Um, couldn't Amon Ross St Brown couldn't catch the ball today. It's very very strange, uh, and their defense looked pretty abysmal today. Uh, as much as I want to take the Lions here, I, I'm staying away. Uh, I, I don't no, know. Their defense is
1: like there. since week seven is like a bottom, their bottom of the NFL in EPA per I think it would be last now after, after today's game. Um, they're but they're bad and. I mean, the Bears are elite, so obviously, like, today was a good – there's a statement loss (laughs) from Detroit. Like, like, obviously, it was a respectable loss from Detroit. Like They're they're playing a juggernaut, uh, you know. Uh, Anyway, no, the thing, too, that I'm thinking here, kind of silly, kind of dumb, but not really. Like, Dan Campbell's a Sean Payton protege uh, for a while in New Orleans, as was Aaron Glenn, was a D.C. for a while. Like, I just feel – or I guess not D.C., but whatever. I I just feel like Sean Payton's going to know what buttons to push, and yet Mm -hmm. the Lions are just not playing good football right now it's in a dome and all that yada yada but um and denver's not good either but, but yeah i'm staying away
2: i yeah i was thinking about betting this since it's at four with the lions but i'm also going to present another data point mm. jared goff's passing grade against the blitz this year 56.3 which yeah. ranks 34th below uh dorian thompson robinson zach mm. wilson and tyson Badgin. uh um, greats there is like when i say like there's not a single starting quarterback below him like there's not like a a quarterback that i'd rank in my top 16 below him so he's with a bunch of people who are should be backups in this league but you know that's where he ranks versus the blitz i'm not sure anyone watched the chargers game i don't blame you if you didn't because you know there are better games on but uh, Vance Joseph like is legitimately scheming up guys. Like there are free rushers. There's this guy Jaquan McMillan that's like a legit baller right now. Like he might be. You're
1: the one get called back today, but it was a sick one. Yeah. Yeah,
2: so yeah. he is going. I think you know Vance Joseph's been in his bag. He's going to cause some problems. I'm going to regret doing this, but I kind of like the under here um you know the the lions run defense i think we we thought would be a problem without Ali mcneil the bears had a 25 rushing success rate today so you know not like they did you know the bears didn't really do anything and sean Payton's you know wants to take the ball out of russell wilson's hand uh this is a pretty high total again like it's 47 on fan duel 46 and a half i guess at other places so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take the under 46 and a half i'm gonna i'm gonna hate myself for it
1: but I no, I like it. that because I was gonna mention, I know obviously we had Sutton, like Sutton keeps randomly catching one bomb a week, but like I don't think in general Denver can take advantage of the Lions secondary or like Carlton Sutton still having these these 50 yard bomb touchdowns with 0.0, 0 feet of separation and just makes like great plays. And like that's <laughs> cool. Like it's it's cool. Like Jerry Judy was just terrible again today. Oh. I just don't know that they can take advantage of the Lions. I mean, like, if you put Jerry Jacobs Jacobs one-on-one against DJ Moore with no safety help over the top, like, that's not an ideal uh, approach. But I'm with you. I'll, I'll let you take it by yourself. But I think that's a good bet.
0: I have an interesting thought here for you guys. What odds would you give me right now on Jared Goff being the quarterback of the Lions next year? Is he playing what I'm getting at is is he playing for his job right now?
1: Let me look up. I mean, Hooker is actor he's uh, he's in practice now. They're getting they're getting a look. So here's the thing, George. I think the better question is are do they extend him this off season because he's under contract next year, right? So mm-hmm. it's like one year cheap 22 mil. For me it's like Yeah, I agree with the comments. Like, he'll be on the roster, no question. But the question is do they let him go into like a, you know, sink or swim year, or do they try to sign him to a Daniel Jones deal? I think that's the like better, better angle, at least in my opinion. Is Henning Hooker at age 37 really the, (laughs) (laughs) the heir apparent?
0: So, my take here would be I think this is a fairly deep quarterback draft. Um, and I would, I don't know. I would, I would think about it. Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't like it, sure. but I think it's a bit, uh, a bit aggressive. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. If he really struggles um, down the down the stretch here, and like has an ugly playoff loss, the thing with golf is that when he plays poorly. It looks helpless. Yeah. Right? Like it's funny. Like when Mahomes plays poorly, a lot of the times when people get mad. Oh, you blown Mahomes. No, no, dude. Like a lot of the time when he plays poorly, it like he still has it's like almost impressive in the way that he manages to still like stay alive. Goth looks dead. Like I feel like that's part of the reason they got rid of him in LA was like, dude, when it's not going well, it's like a complete, like it's a total train wreck. It's hopeless. You feel bad
1: for it? Yeah. No. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna. I was going I, I. I. It could not be more spot on. And I actually think it ties into. It's a little quirky. And like Kirk also just like when it's not when it's going poorly, like it looked worse. And I think he got more ridicule because he's like not the most athletic guy in the world. And so yeah, golf. You like when he like his bad plays look less athletic aesthetically pleasing than a Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. No. It's 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 a very good point, honestly. Um, Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway, all right. We finally made it up, to uh, Sunday.
0: Uh, two great quarterbacks face off on the hollowed grounds of Foxborough. Mahomes, Zappy. What a what a game this is going to be. Kansas City and New England. Brad, would you make this? I went
1: Patriots plus nine and a half. I went Pats plus eight and a half.
0: I went Pats plus seven. And I wanted to make it six and a half. I really did. I wanted to make it six and a half. How How in God's name are the Kansas City Chiefs beating anyone by a full touchdown? They can barely score a touchdown. Are they going to make it to this game? Are they getting on the the, the uh, Bills charter back? Maybe they can teach them a thing or two about communication. Um, Where is this? Here we go. Uh I see nine and a half, ten at circa, ten at bookmaker. We'll call it ten.
1: I Give wanted to do the full ten. ten. And I also draw, I knew, like you have to take you have to take Bailey Zappi now, right? Can we just, we'll, let's, let's jump to that. Bailey
0: Zappy. Give me Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots getting 10 full points. Ten points. What's the total in this game? This total the total should be like 34. <laughs>
1: It's Anything 37 you and a half. The yeah. Chiefs sort of gave them a 37 and a half point total. It's, and, it's it's cor- and it's correct. Yeah, They do not oh, deserve to
0: be 10 point favorites against anybody besides the Carolina Panthers. And maybe even not the Carolina Panthers.
1: I'm excited to get to that conversation. Holy God. I think us three and eight other PFF employees could be like minus two and a half against <laughs> the Carolina Panthers.
0: <laughs> could they beat a WNBA team?
1: A neutral field. on A neutral field. All right. <laughs>
0: I I don't know I'm not trying to be like super hyperbolic or hot takey here but um look Bailey Zappy, not great I didn't think he looked particularly fantastic um but was certainly serviceable they should get some players back they have um a few extra days of rest they're clearly still trying to be competitive in games um are the Chiefs really running away on the road I don't
1: think so. Plus well, Belichick goes goes on game day. Navy loses, <laughs> so he's fired up. You know, I was oh, thinking yeah. about that too. They didn't announce it until Friday. So if they lost that game, do you think Bill like we never know Bill was gonna be the guest picker and somebody else goes on? Yeah, maybe. Probably anyway. Uh, I no, think- George, I don't think you're being hot takey. I, I don't. I think you're like it's the, the Chiefs should not be laying that many points against a good defense with a low total. I think they're gonna win. Them winning by like you know, 21 17 wouldn't surprise me at all. I think just real quick, the you know I I'm you know we
2: faded the Chiefs. I faded the Chiefs in back-to-back weeks. I never thought I'd be I'd do that. The one reason it's giving me pause here: the two coverages that the Patriots run the most—cover one and cover Uh, three—prior to this week, Mahomes was averaging a 0.45 EPA per play versus cover one and a 0.16 EPA per play versus cover three, which are his two best coverages he goes up against. And like I said, the Patriots run those the most often. Um, we know Andrew Reed, you know, kind of destroys man coverage regardless of whoever he has on the field. So that's the reason. Gives me a little bit of pause. Um, but I I would lean the Patriots just because we know like the Chiefs offense just has been really bad lately.
1: Actually, here's a thought for you, Arjun. You know, you always talk about how Bill Belichick takes away number one receivers. Is he going to be like confused because the Chiefs don't have a number one or number two <laughs> or number three receiver? Like, is that going to kind of throw him for a loop a little bit? I am
2: curious to see what he does on Kelsey, honestly. I think that'll be pretty interesting to see. He's got like, the
1: dudes for it yeah, Peppers, just... Duggar. Like, they, ha- they have dudes that can cover that that type yeah. of player.
0: Incredible. Um. All right. I had a, a question. Oh. Um who do you guys blame for Casey's pathetic offense? Most to blame. Let's do a blame pie. Who gets the biggest slice?
1: I mean, yeah, we talk about the talent all the time, so I guess you have to start with the top. <laughs> like you gotta GM start Holmes. with yeah, I get well. GM Holmes gave him CEH, who ran hard today. I don't know if you saw yeah. he ran hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no, I, mean, I think you do have to go Vich. I mean, he was the second on uh, receivers in back to back years. Probably should have realized coming in, Sky Moore was not a guy you could actually have in your top four receivers. MVS. Man, know, MVS was good in the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah, but like, it's hard. You can blame Andy Reid or Matt Nagy or the but it's just like the receiving core is just awful. Like, they're just terrible.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I guess it would be. Like, I'm a big Veach guy because I think he's built the roster the right way. I mean, there's a lot of great pieces, but I think, like, yeah, how the receiver room has been handled maybe is wasn't the best way. But I think the, the process was sound. It's just the results haven't been there.
0: I blame Mahomes. Um, he was <laughs> – No, no, here, watch. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is – Welcome back to Get Up. Rex – who do you blame for the Kansas City Chiefs? It's Mahomes' fault. He's too good. He gave them too much faith that they could be good without good receivers, and so they went into this year with absolute garbage. He should be worse. Next topic. Uh, Jets, Dolphins. I'm kidding. I agree with you guys. Uh, Jets and Dolphins. This one is in Miami.
1: I went Miami minus 12 and a half.
2: I went Miami minus 10. I don't
0: know. I went 11 and a half. I was inspired by Zach Wilson today, but uh, I've seen enough Zach Wilson to know
1: that's not the real Zach Wilson. I see. It was not bad, though, to his credit. 12 and a half. I see 12 at DraftKings. I thought I was going to be a bit rich. 12, 12 and a half. Anyone doing anything with this? I kind of – it's not even, its not about Zach Wilson or the offense in any way, shape, or form. It's really oh, – yeah. I kind of want to take the Jets. I wanted mm-hmm. to take the Jets against the Texans too. Arjun obviously the great t- – write-up and everything, uh, but, the, but the total in particular. Like we've talked about Miami against physical defenses, and I guess the only issue is like they don't really use their corners in that capa- – like if Sauce was bumping mm-hmm. running dudes, that would be great. But like it's not really what he does. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna do it, but I, this is a this is a great like we can call the dolphins frauds if they lose game. That that's important yeah. or if the offense stinks. It's also a
0: Braxton Berrios revenge game. Very important. <laughs> True. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm
2: gonna take the Jets here. I, I know you it's go. you know, I was inspired by Zach Wilson, but it's not even a Zach Wilson thing. We're getting Aaron Rodgers back for this game. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no right. inside info here I promise but uh either way like I think the the game that the Jets played against the Dolphins was kind of an anomaly it was just it was a, like the Dolphins had so many third down conversions in that game I don't think that's going to happen again the defense looked really good today even if it wasn't in the rain Zach Wilson legitimately like looked like a s- starting quarterback um and so yeah well and no uh no Jalen Phillips also for the Dolphins which I think will be big in this game so yeah we'll take the Dolphins or take the Jets riding with some dogs. I'm here. taking
0: the Jets too. And when you said Aaron Rodgers, I have a legitimate <laughs> question. What do you make this if you find out Aaron Rodgers is back in this game?
1: Eight and a half. I was going to say seven and a half. Yeah, still over a touchdown.
0: Okay. But Aaron Rodgers back after hurting, tearing his Achilles <laughs> 13 weeks ago, knowing he's been like rubbing homeopathic serums on it at night. <laughs> like it's still better
1: than Zach Wilson though by like four points. are we sure are yes we sure? I'm very sure okay all right like would
0: you take Aaron Rodgers in a wheelchair
1: <laughs> I think I, I would might. take him like a walker maybe not a wheelchair but like a walker or like a, you know when your buddy breaks like a like his uh like fibula or tibia and they do like the half cast or yeah. the you know the half crutch where it's like your knee goes yeah like one of those one of those yeah
0: I'm I'm taking the Jets as well um I like the matchup. Here's the other thing. Arjun brought it up, or maybe you did, Brad. They haven't seen Zach Wilson yet. don't
2: have yeah. the tape
1: on him. Don't have, don't, have, don't, have, don't have the film
2: on Last year, Zach, I'm pretty sure Zach Wilson was 1-0 against uh, – unless he, was, he wasn't he was hurt at the end of the season, right? I think uh, they were playing like strevler then.
0: don't I think so. Like. Also, um, the Dolphins play the Jets, but then uh, is their next game Dallas? So uh, – you know, kind of a little trap spot. I
1: think yeah. it's Baltimore, which is trappy too. I could be wrong though. It's a good, it's a good opponent. Yeah. It, it's a good, opponent. I, I think it's
0: Baltimore.
1: Yeah. It is, uh, Dallas. Okay. okay. And, it, and then Baltimore the next? Yeah. And then Baltimore.
0: Okay. yeah. yeah. And then Buffalo. Um, all right. Uh, Chicago, Cleveland. I mean, it, it really honestly is unfair that Chicago is this good of a team and getting the number one overall pick.
1: Are these the two best defenses in the NFL? Is that where we should start? (laughs) Many (laughs) are
0: asking. That's the best NFC The best (laughs) BFC. You have 60 (laughs) seconds.
1: Where did you make this spread? I went uh, Cleveland minus three and a half.
2: I'm in Cleveland minus four. Joe Flacco has been
1: good. Named Um, the full-time starter, you saw?
0: Yeah. Uh, I went four and a half. I know this is going to be a little rich. People fall in love with the Bears pretty quickly. I, Fields, I don't know. I didn't. I don't think it was. It looked as good as the final score.
1: Let me put it that. No, way. he wasn't that good. He there were a couple of nice throws for sure. There was like a yeah. beautiful throw to commit, uh on the left side that was like just just what you haven't seen from him. Um, intermediate shot, good good layering, whatever, yada, yada. But no, it's just he, – he, yeah, no. Anyway, uh, the total here is 38. Mm. You have, like, the Bears' run defense is spectacular. Jerome Ford I think got dinged up at the end of the game too, so he might get, like, a ton of Kareem Hunt. Joe Flacco is going to throw a pick or two, and this Bears' offense might score – touchdown against this browns defense so i'm gonna take the under 38 and i don't know yet but cleveland in december the weather is probably gonna suck i can just assume yeah has to be i I do like
0: that play um archie you do anything with this
2: no i'm gonna i'm gonna stay off just because joe Flacco scares me a little bit at this point (laughs)
0: you took the words (laughs) out of my mouth that is quite literally (laughs) how i feel um but you know what i can't get tired of is uh people on social media reminding us that Joe Flacco in two games has done more than Kenny Pickett has ever done as a Pittsburgh Steeler. That I enjoy and has done more than Deshaun Watson has ever
1: done. As a I was player. gonna say, that I knew you'd like that the, there's been three uh games from Brown's quarterback with multiple touchdown passes this season, and two of them are Joe Flacco. I, w- I was waiting for you to drop that little nugget for the, for the people. Um,
0: have they found Next on Get Up, have, have the Cleveland Browns found their quarterback of the future? Amazing. That would be fantastic. Still throws a beautiful ball. Houston and Tennessee. Um, what do we know about uh,
1: CJ Stroud? Incussion protocol, right? Assume he's not going to play? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And then Nico Collins also got dinged up today. No. Uh, calf injury, I want to say, and, and Arjun, he didn't come back, right? No, it was pretty early in the game also. It was very early in the game. Um, yeah, Stroud was weird. He was, like, in the tent, but here's my thing. Davis Mills, and people are going to laugh, I'm being serious. Obviously, he's not C.J. Stroud, but, like, we, we talk – I think there, here's, here's my thing. We talk a ton about Robbie Greer's phenomenal research about not Yo. overreacting to backup quarterbacks and all these things, and I think we always say that the second week once we get, like – Jake Browning going absolutely nuclear. They're like, oh, yeah, remember the whole thing about backup quarterbacks? Like, Davis Mills is a decent backup quarterback in the NFL. I'll say it. I'll plant my flag. Like, he's a decent backup quarterback. Um, Anyway, I'm going – I want Titans plus one and a half uh, in the spread.
2: Yeah, if we're assuming Mills, like, uh, my guess was with Stroud, and I'm dumb for that.
0: But I think with Mills, I'd probably make it a pick-em. I kind of split the difference here. I think there is a chance that Stroud makes it back. We saw Brock Purdy um, rise from the dead uh, this year in the the game weeks. I I do think there's a chance, uh, and I agree with you. Um, I'm sure Davis Mills will be fine because of Bobby Slowick. I went two and a half. Titans stink. They're not very good. Um, It is two... Two, I see. Yeah. Uh, the Thing with this?
1: I trust Sloak. The issue is, without knowing about Nico Collins, you potentially have Tank Dell and Nico Collins out. Yeah, so then so. it's like... And Schultz, potentially. Potentially Schultz as well. So then, yeah, no. Then it's like, all right, you have Davis Mills throwing a Bobby, Bobby Trees and like Tegan Catoriano out there just getting regular with it. Yeah, Brevin Jordan, Noah Brown. Yeah. I want to do it, though. I, I think, actually,
2: yeah ahead. like i would like this usually would be a play for me on the texans but yeah. also like bob you know our guy bob like runs it a little too much on early downs tight a top 10 run defense by success rate and basically top 10 by epa as well like you know i'm not i'm not too thrilled about it especially if Mill. like i don't trust mills to bail bail the texans out of third and long like stroud can't no. been one of the best in those situations so i'm gonna lay off even though i really want to bet the the Texans here
0: you do not want to be enjoying a nice NFL Sunday a couple weeks before Christmas and be rooting for Davis Mills to to bring you back on the road because that, that ain't happening. um he's a pick six on the road like I don't know what the odds are going to be on his interceptions but uh he's throwing an interception in this game. um Kansas uh, sorry not Kansas City uh New York Giants New Orleans Pelicans. They're the Pelicans until Derek Carr can throw for over a hundred yards in the game.
1: It shows how bad the Carolina Panthers are because the saints were downright terrible today and they oh. blew them out. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. It just goes like, I think we haven't talked enough about how bad that team is. They really are like, I think the, historically bad. At this point. The center um, was
0: yelling at the quarterback. That's how bad it was. And the Carolina Panthers still got
1: blown out. It's truly unbelievable. Um, anywho, I went plus three and a half because the saints are wait, wait, yeah, minus wait, wait, wait. Three sorry, hours. sorry, saints, sorry, saints minus four and a half. Looking at the wrong game, I went saints minus five.
0: I'm the only person that has faith in Tommy DeVito, and that's okay. I went saints by three. Saints are are very bad. Um, oh my god, you just locked yourself into a
1: DeVito bet oh. for sure.
0: <laughs> give me tommy d give me some tommy d absolutely yeah, the saints are I'm a six and a half point favorite against a, a team that has not been relegated yet oh yeah my think, God. the oh, saints fuck, couldn't be the saints could play in the all-state sugar bowl and they wouldn't be six and a half point
1: a, i want to join you that is pre- preposterous. It is preposterous. The Saints, I mean, the Panthers. Giants have been getting no respect on the market, but the Saints' like six and a half points against anyone is insane. Oh, my
0: God. Tommy DeVito has not been great, but he has not been this bad. Derek yeah. Carr against Carolina Panthers at home threw for 87 yards today.
1: Hey, all right, I'm joining you. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. That Tommy D, loves. baby. I'm with you. Let's do it, George. Let's do it. Uh, Tommy DeVito's out here like creating like
0: content on social media about Italian food. Really starting to feel himself.
1: Yeah, with Coosh, that was a great video. Yeah. I you know, didn't you know, really know who Coosh is? I'm hip. I got I got TikTok. I know who Koosh is. You know you know about Coosh? Yeah, of course. All right, good good. Yeah. We're all cool. We swear.
0: Yeah, I can't really watch his videos because like. I don't know. There's something viscerally unappealing about watching him eat, but I do enjoy the content. Yeah.
1: Take care, I, brush your hair. Great line.
0: Yeah. Take care, brush your hair. However many madones or madrones or whatever it is, um, I actually I I'll say this. I like the, the videos that he does where he's like tasting food. Good. When he starts cooking in the kitchen, that's where it ends for me. I can't do that. I can't do the cooking <laughs> in the kitchen. There are some people that create great. Cooking food content like our guy Brad. Yeah, um, the sound Max, of love. Yeah, the sound of love. Um, five percent. <laughs> hey,
1: Kuj, Kuj is a local legend. Uh, is. I a, love the chicken cutlet. Um, yeah, he, he, there's a lot legend. of those going on.
0: The cutlets. The cutlets ended up being number one. I think they were. Yeah, the which
1: sp- great. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, speaking of the Carolina Panthers. Well, actually, wait, did we get to you, Arjun? Are you going to join us? Um, I,
2: I'm going to let you guys okay. handle that. We'll do a social for another game. Okay. All right. Um, are you a fan of the of The Coug? the Coug? Yeah, I know who that is. I'm not like the biggest fan, but I, I follow him a little bit. Uh,
0: at some point, we need to rank. We need to uh, power rank the best food content creators on social media, the people are asking. Okay. Uh, Atlanta, Carolina.
1: This one I went Carolina plus three and a half. That's what I was talking about. I went Carolina plus five.
0: Uh what did I do? Um <laughs> I went Carolina by four. Uh no, sorry. Wrong game. Carolina by three and a half. Desmond Ritter. Now, I wanna be fair to Desmond Ritter that interception. Uh, that he threw on the screen pass, it looked like the receivers just were uninterested in blocking. (laughs) Yeah. It was (laughs) one of the more embarrassing plays I've ever seen. Uh, This is three. No. Yeah,
2: that's – Look, Desmond Ritter should – Like, I know I made it five. Desmond Ritter should not be, you know, catching five or getting five. Catching – Getting? favorites or what I forget laying three well, laying, laying three. yeah, yeah. He, he, Ritter should not be laying five like I made it but like the Panthers are just terrible like this is like a historically bad team like Bryce Young was terrible today his the receivers are terrible AJ Terrell was like clamping Mike Evans for most of this game I don't know who you know the Falcons are going to stick him on uh, you know that receiver's not going to touch the ball um but Bryce Young, man. I mean, that guy is just awful right now. So this is like this is probably gonna be my biggest bet this week, to be honest.
1: His last three games, which mind you, are against some of the worst defenses the NFL has to offer right now. Titans, Buccaneers, and Saints. Saints are good, sure. Uh passing defenses, though, Buccaneers might be the worst in the league, and mm-hmm. Titans are in the conversation. He's 46 of 98, 47% completion percentage for 509 yards, 5.2 yards per attempt. Zero Holy touchdowns, shit. one pick in, his, in the last three against three just bad teams. Um, yeah, look, I actually love that Atlanta lost in kind of heartbreaking fashion and is now coming in laying only a field goal. I'm I'm with you 100, Argent. Like Ritter was bad today, but they'll figure it out.
0: The um, the thing with Bryce Young, it, it so first off in that game. He scrambled. He like that was the only reason they picked up a first down in the first half. Every single throw was into a receiver that was. It's not like it was close coverage. It's like you couldn't see the receiver because the defender was plastered to them so closely. And then I forget it was the end of the half or third quarter or something. Uh, I I don't remember who it was. I think it was Mingo gets open. And Young can't believe he sees the guy open,
1: airmails him by eight yards. <laughs>
0: like it's just stop watching. I'm
1: George, joining. to your point though, some of the pass breakups were like the guys were just standing next to each other. Like it wasn't like yeah. a dive and like, oh, like it was a sick PBU. The guy was just like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> there's
0: there were there, they were not a serious set of wide receivers. It is very embarrassing. Um let's move on. Tampa Bay, Green Bay.
1: Packers minus five and a half.
0: Battle of the bays.
1: Yeah, I went uh I went Packers minus four
2: and a half.
0: And see, I thought you guys were the Jordan Love uh truthers. Yeah. I had six and a half. And maybe this is because I just can't see Tampa Bay going into Green Bay. I just have a hard like I I remember very vividly being a big proponent of Tampa Bay beating Green Bay with Tom Brady. I don't feel that same way about Baker Mayfield. Um, call me biased. Uh, this is holy crap. Three and a half?
1: Whoa. Okay.
0: All right. I mean, well, why is this? Is this because Jair is hurt?
1: He's been hurt for a while. I mean, like, also, side note, like, I don't know if Jair suits up as a Packer again. I, I yeah. really don't, um, for various different reasons. Uh, anyway, that's a bet for me for sure. That the, honestly, the Packers' defense is finally starting to figure it out. Like I, you know, poking fun at Joe Barry is a national pastime, but they've they've been playing some good ball. Um, they've had a bunch of injuries too. Jair Alexander, uh, Quay Walker, our guy, Devondre Campbell's missed some time, and they they've finally been able to kind of. I think it's all up front. Devontae White, I think, is like it's starting to come along. Lucas Van Ness makes some plays here and there. Uh, Kingsley Nibari, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I, they're like a complete team. It's all these young guys, and they're just playing better. And the Bucks, like, the interior of their offensive line still gets destroyed. Um, you mentioned Mike Evans was clamped today. Uh, yeah, that's a crazy spread.
0: And you've got Mike
1: LaFleur versus Todd. Or Mike LaFleur.
0: Matt LaFleur versus Todd Bowles.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, the South leading Buccaneers. Yeah,
2: I, I kind of hope that Christian Watson comes back for this game, just because the Bucks have been allowing explosive passes at like an, an absurd rate. Um, and we saw what Drake London did to Carlton Davis, just like mm-hmm. dunked on him like three times this game. Um, not saying like Watson's that exact same player, but we've seen. I know Watson dunked on uh, who was it on the Chiefs, like Josh Williams or Joshua Williams in the end zone last week. So yeah, like I, I think it would be really helpful if. Watson was back in this game, but either way, Dontavian Wicks is also a baller. So he's also someone. I know we don't we don't really do prop bets, at least for tomorrow. I don't know if they have a prop bet line for him, but his receiving yards over. I like.
0: Nothing about it. Um, they, they. It's so funny because as soon as Rogers leaves, it's like, oh wow, the Packers have like five receivers you've never heard of who are actually decent. <laughs>
1: It's like Ed Reed's it like fun. a legit good legit good player too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh really hilarious. Uh question in the chat, what's uh what's the Alexander deal?
1: I don't know. It's just bad vibes. Every press conference. the guy doesn't want to live in Green Bay Wisconsin is my is mm. how I perceive it, which is you know, what a wild thing to to feel.
0: Fair. San Francisco, Arizona.
1: I went uh Cardinals plus 13 and a half. I'm oh, in cards plus 14.
0: Nice. Couldn't get all the way to 14. 13 and a half for me. Uh, It is 13 and a half. Trending 14, though. Anyone doing anything with this?
1: To the Niners, George, you know them better. Like, I know this is a dumb question. Like, it's a massive letdown spot, I feel like. They just went... Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks, and there's Ravens after this. I don't know. Could you see a bit of a bit of a, a let up, let down, whatever type of performance?
0: Yeah, maybe. The only thing is that they have to win out to keep the one seed, and yeah. so um, I, I don't, I, I honestly don't don't see much of a. I think the letdown spot could have been today um, against Seattle. I thought you saw it maybe for like a quarter. Um, no, I think they beat the crap
1: out of the Cardinals. I would say this one, we're not doing props, but like the the Cardinals run defense is abysmal. And so I would just look at like some rushing props, not McCaffrey. I would even look at like Jordan Mason, Mason. like Elijah (laughs) Mitch. Yeah. Like I would get like guys are going to play the second half. Look at their rushing props. That's my my
0: Jordan Mason's going to have a a line of like 79 and a half.
1: (laughs) He should.
0: That's going to be incredible. Um. I also will say this, based on what I've seen out of Kyler Murray, this is gonna be a nightmare matchup for him. Yeah. Because he has not been escaping the pocket well at all. Now maybe he's you know figuring it out over the bye week, but um that that worries me quite a bit. I'm not gonna take the Niners, 13 and a half. A lot of points. You never know. They rest their guys in the second half. Um so yeah, I'm staying away. Anyone betting it? Onward we go. Washington and the Rams.
1: I had the Rams land a full touchdown.
0: Yep, same. Okay. I'm still still too big of a Sam Howell fan. I had this five and a half. Um although based on how they played today, uh probably should be a little more. It is six and a half. I'm not going to bet it. I can't can't quite do it. Um, just because of how terrible the Washington secondary is. But I do like the matchup in the trenches for them. Um, yeah, I just I can't quite do it.
1: This is the Judah principle for me. So Donald, first of all, is going to eat the interior of the Washington offensive line mm-hmm. alive. And then we do, obviously the interior for um, the, the commanders is very good, but so is honestly the interior for the Rams is playing really good ball right now. Like one of the highest guards in the NFL for us and the highest graded guards in Kevin Dotson. Uh, the rookie and Steve Avila has been playing well. Coleman Shelton has been good at center. You know, susceptible at times just some pass rush, but I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it.
2: I'm going to bet the Rams, but not their spread. Um, I'm going to take their team total over. So I think they're implied – score right now the implied score right now since it's six and a half spread total of 48 and a half that means 20 you know commanders 21 and then uh Rams 27 and a half correct
1: basically yeah or you do 28 you know, 21 essentially yeah. yeah so uh
2: you know i like their team total over they've been scoring points at a, at a high rate you know I, I don't like the over in, in general because i don't know what the commanders are going to do and that's why i'm not taking their spread either because i think there's a lot of variance with them but We'll do a little LA Ram team total over. I'll call it twenty seven and a half. If it lands on twenty eight, and that's
1: consensus. And I'll make it a push. But yeah, hey, either way, either way, I like that. It's a good bet.
0: Yeah, I'm a fan of that. That secondary is going to be in trouble. Um, big trouble. Dallas and Buffalo. Great game. This one in Buffalo. Great game. I went pick them. I went cowboys minus one and a half I, I went buffalo by one and a half uh best team in the afc uh it appears it appears that people listen to the podcast it is buffalo minus one and a half
1: i'm doing it one more time i'm never doing it again i'm taking the over 48 and a half <laughs> I think I'm like probably like I don't know one in seven on uh Sunday night overs, but I'm addicted. So we're gonna ride one more time.
0: I mean, this isn't Sunday night, so you're in good shape.
1: Oh, I um, meant like this show, but yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um this is the one. This is the this one. This is the one. Um, I mean, Dallas should put up a bunch of points, so I think Buffalo will have to score. The only thing that's going to could screw you is like, maybe there's like some snowstorm or something.
1: True. Yeah. It is Buffalo in December. Yeah. That's a good point. I'll, I'll keep it. Oh, yeah. It's a good.
0: Bet. Uh, Arjun, you do anything with this? Yeah. I'm taking the
1: Cowboys
2: and I, I, I've been really impressed with them. Dash been playing really well. I think Cowboys have the athleticism at edge to contain Allen in the pocket. Um, I mean, Gilmore looked electric today. I know Brown put up a ton of yards, but like a lot of them came when Dallas was up like, you know, 17. Uh, Gilmore on Diggs is going to be, you know, popcorn worthy, uh, you know, TV viewing. And I, I really just, I, I believe in the Dallas team way more than the Buffalo team, even though I kind of backed them this week.
0: Yeah. Um, I think this is an interesting teaser spot, even though the total is high. Yeah. Um, I don't see Dallas getting blown out.
1: No, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like they could definitely lose, but I think it'll be a close game. If if Dallas wins, he will get Travon Diggs. He'll hop out on his crutches and tell Stefan mm-hmm, to come join a mm-hmm. real team. Like it's good right. narratives, good you know, good vibes. Um, aren't really any other
0: legs with which to tease, unless uh, you want to go to Houston, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. All right, Sunday night, Baltimore and Jacksonville.
1: I went the Jags plus three and a half. When
0: Jags plus four. I have, so Lawrence obviously came back and played in this game. Uh, I have Jags getting two and a half. Uh, Where is it here? It is three and a half. All right, interesting. I thought Lawrence looked decent uh given how hurt he appeared. Um I don't know. I don't feel like I know a ton about the Jags still. No Christian Kirk obviously hurts um quite a bit. I don't know. I don't think this should have crossed three. People love the love the Ravens
1: so. Um, the Jacks' defense is is an abomination. is an insult to the sport of football, and they should be <laughs> thoroughly embarrassed. You should be on the plane home. Just I know what you did. I feel embarrassed for saying they match up well with the Niners. We are, we are, yeah. We should be. That's yeah, a very good point. Since we said that, Arjun, they've probably given up like point .1 EPA per play. Like worse, <laughs> like, worse. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are a joke. Like their defense is a joke. Like Joe Flacco and, and and Baron Browning, Jake Browning absolutely cooked you two weeks in a row. You lost to Jake Browning and Joe Flacco. It, they they were carving you like a Thanksgiving turkey. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Anyway. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not on A. I'm not on the a- end of the AFC South. Why do you ask?
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyone betting this this here game? I'm laying off. No,
1: I'm off. What's the total? 43 and a half. Nah, I'm, I'm laying off. Okay. Uh last
0: we've made it this far without get up without a without an intro. So so here it is. We've got only 2 hours folks. We've got a lot to get to. And we're going to start in Philadelphia. Are the Eagles do the Eagles have a hurts problem? Bart Scott, Mike Tannenbaum, Dan Orlovsky <laughs> on whether Marcus Merrian
2: <laughs>
1: <Marcus laughs> is the solution they need. Forgot <laughs> David Carr in that lineup also, George. <laughs> is he laughing on his take. Fuck. Yeah, I guess he might be. Oh
0: Jesus Christ. Um no, no love in Philly. Uh it did not look good for the Eagles. Let's put it that way. Um Billy Seattle. This one is in Seattle.
1: So my assumption was it's Drew Lock again, so my spread is based on that. I don't know anything definitively, but they were talking about how Geno's injury should be like a two-week injury. So anyway, I'm sure he pushes the play. Maybe he does. But that, for that said, I went Seattle plus six and a half. Went Seattle plus five.
0: Yeah, I thought um, Geno would be back. Uh, I think you're right though that it's probably a two-week injury. I think he pushes the play. Um, anyways, I, I initially had this at four and a half. Uh, I'll split the difference and go five and a half. Um I, I locked didn't look too horrible. It was okay. Um I see a four and a half at FanDuel.
1: Wow. Yeah, four Ooh. and a half. So Locke wasn't terrible, but I mentioned it earlier, and I don't want to get – and Arjun will get this reference. I don't want to get roasted on Twitter, but a certain safety who was once traded to Seattle uh, mm. back in the day for a lot of draft mm. picks who had a laugh-out-loud coverage rep against, uh, I don't know who it was, Ayuk, Kittle, whoever oh, it, was Debo. it was. It was Debo. Debo. Yeah, it was, it was Debo. It was, it was just like brother. like be, You're as flat-footed as a mallard. Sitting on the banks of the Everglades. Uh, it, was,
0: it, was, it was tough. It was like those videos you see on Instagram where it's like, this guy's a, a marathoner and this guy's like a whatever. And the guy just like blows by the dude running. It's. It, it was
1: incredible. It was incredible. It was tough yeah. to watch. Yeah, their defense stinks. So, like, as much as the Eagles defense also stinks, I feel like they'll fl- – I don't know. I don't want to bet it because it could be a Geno. And then I think, you know, it gets interesting. But if this was Drew Locke and it's at, you know, that spread is them thinking Drew Locke and it stays around there, I'll probably be taking Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. I want to take Philly as well. Yeah. This is tough. Um, A little DK versus AJB game here um the the tough thing is that seattle should be able to take advantage of the poorest philly secondary as well and like if gino is back I, you know i think they can put up points in this game so I, i'm gonna stay away like this is the reason the coverage is so important they have that amazing defensive line can't cover anything um, and that's just going to be very hard to win games in dominant fashion, particularly on the road and particularly against um, teams that have good receivers and the Seahawks do. So I'm sure I'll feel like an idiot after this, but I'm staying away. Arjun, you do anything with this?
2: Yeah, no, no bet for me here.
0: All righty. We made it through. It's a full week. No more buys. Um only an hour and 15. That's not terrible. Uh, thank you so much. We've had a big group joining us this evening. We love you all. Those of you that were with us live, if you listen to us on a Monday. Um, go check out our uh, article that will show the few bets that we like the most out of this group. You can find it on pff.com and PFF app as flat footed as a mallard that might make it on get up tomorrow morning. We'll be back on Wednesday evening. We will have another edition of get up or made up i've changed the title it's either get up or made up i think that's the right one um it will be great Uh, judo will be on there with us we love you all peace